Yo, welcome back to the Weekend Review podcast. Sort of. Uh, it, it, it's still your host Sean Stroud. If in case you forgot, don't don't get don't get mixed up on that. I'm still here. I guess I'll go ahead and explain that though. Basically, someone fucking hacked and deleted my podcast. I know, right? Fucking why? <laughs> That's um that's the biggest question. I don't know. I, I guess for the revenue that the ad generated over time, which amounted to like maybe fifty bucks. So I guess my shit got deleted for fifty bucks, so that's tough. But um that's not gonna stop me, all right. Ain't shit stopping me. Ain't shit stopping this podcast but a bullet, bro. Uh, literally if I have the ability to talk and the ability, an internet connection, a computer, the ability to record and post. The shit's going up every week. It's almost been two years, not missing a week. I'm not going to fucking stop now, bro. Uh, to the person who fucking stole my shit, you can suck my dick sideways. I, it, nothing is stopping this, bro. So, I don't know what the, what the, podcast name that this is going to be posted under is going to be called i think for right now i'm just going to keep it on anchor and if they um because i emailed them to try to get my account back right the support group or the support team or whatever and so they're looking into that i think if it takes another week for that to be resolved then i'll go ahead and extend this whatever i post this on to streaming services spotify apple podcasts everything just make this the new norm, I guess. Um, but I'm really hoping because they they started looking into it maybe Thursday, I think. So I'm really hoping that they'll be able to recover my shit. Um, but if not, n- nothing's really lost except the numbers because I have all the episodes on my computer. I can just re-upload all of them. And luckily, everything's still on Apple Podcasts. That's the only place that it still is. Uh, but that way, I can know where to put the deluxe editions in and everything. So it's still in order, but. Yeah, that shit's pretty whack, man. I um, that was not fun to wake up to. <laughs> Every morning I just go and check my views, see see how the latest episodes are doing. And then one morning I go and check the views. Okay, shit's doing pretty well. Everything's normal. Uh, after lunch I go to check, and I am logged out. Can't log in. I I go to check on my computer. Logged out on there too. Just everything is was fucked up. So. Uh, the only thing I got to say about that is I'm thankful that I wasn't at work when I had that realization. Uh, if you don't live down south, or I, I guess maybe just in Texas, if you don't live around here, we got our shit snowed in over the week, man. We, I went to work Monday, and I got Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off because the roads were frozen over. It was too dangerous to go out. So when all this crisis, when this situation started happening, at least I wasn't at work dealing with everything else at the same time, and then that just got thrown on top of the plate. I, I got to kind of sit back and really just take it in and just deal with it right then without having anything else to really uh, distract me. So that was nice. But either way, I hope the situation gets resolved. If it doesn't, that is no big deal, man. If anything, this is just going to make me want to go harder, bro. I can just post all the old episodes and pick up shop like uh, nothing happened. Just keep going. So that's what we're going to do. Going to keep the episode coming out this week like normal. 
It's a Sunday. How was your Sunday? Was it relaxing? Normally Sundays, or at least as a kid, I, Sundays were always tinted with uh, oncoming doom. Just knowing that the week was that mu- that close to, to starting again. Just going back to school, going back into the grind of it. And it's just about the same now. I mean, going back into work. But at least now I'm making money. And I know that after work I get to chill and do whatever the fuck I want. And I don't have a bedtime. <laughs> or I guess I do, but it's self-imposed. So that makes it all the more better. But... My Sunday was pretty chill, man. I woke up, told myself, I told myself I was going to get up before lunch, get up before noon today, go over to my parents, get my laundry done, co- come home, put it up, do my homework, right? But one thing I've learned about myself is I either go to sleep before midnight and wake up before noon, or I go to sleep after midnight and wake up after noon. I, there, there's really no intermingling for me. It's it's one side of the 12 or the other for the day. So I woke up at about uh, 12.30, 1 o'clock, rolled out of bed. I was a very slow start today, but I finally got in the shower, got, got out around uh, 2, headed home, did some laundry, went to the grocery store, and I'm happy about the grocery store visits. They or visits, <laughs> the grocery store trips. They've been getting less and less expensive, and I and I, I'll chalk that up to having more like stuff that just stays, like a uh, salt and pepper seasoning, shit like that. And you know, while while I said that, I need to add fucking Tony Sacheries Sacheries. I need to add that seasoning to my list. Right now, it's just Parmesan because I got everything else, but Parmesan, man. Could not find that shit today. I walked up and down the fucking cheese section. I saw the little like fat canister, the little fat containers of Parmesan. It's like shredded into strips like you'd put on a taco or some shit, but it was Parmesan. Didn't want that. I just want the green canister, the one that everybody has in their fucking fridge. I couldn't find it. Honestly, I thought it would be one of those things where there's just like an ass ton of them in one fucking place like just a big ass section of like oh here's the parmesan because who doesn't need parmesan but i'll be fine i'll get it from somewhere else all right parmesan tony shash there's no way i'm spelling this shit right tony shasheries seasoning yep all right but yeah the trips i attributed to that uh just already having shit that i need and I've been cooking a little bit, making, I made fried rice and I made, uh, well, I was calling it spaghetti, but according to Cullen, the, the thing that makes the difference between spaghetti and goulash is the noodles. Personally, I thought it was just have goulash just has like a lot of shit thrown in it, like corn, beans, whatever the fuck you have laying around. Basically, I thought that was the, the, um, the, the differ, differentiating factor. But apparently it's the noodle shape. So I made goulash and chicken fried rice. And each of those meals lasted me more than one day. So freezer food tends to stick around a little longer when you cook. That's what I'm learning. So grocery trips have been less expensive. Made it in and out pretty quick with uh, relatively low uh, encounters with people. Just running into people. Only happened once. That's not that bad. Put my shit up. Headed back. Laundry was still going, so I played drums for a little bit. That was pretty fun. And it's really nice because it's few and far between, so it really feels like I have to sit down and make the most of it when I get the chance. But I try to. I try to. 
Uh, didn't end up going to Poppy's this weekend because I do I did have work to do when I got home, but planning on going next weekend. Really, I want to get into a Domino's game with the old son of a bitch. He is the one that taught me how to play. He used to fucking talk so much shit and smack the pieces down. It, it, man, if you've never played Domino's, let me just say first and foremost, you're missing out. There's like a whole activity that you 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 could take part in. I, I, I was something more was in my head there that just didn't come out. A whole like. You know, that's, that's like saying you don't know how to play Uno, bro. You've never played Uno with someone. You're just missing out on, like, a whole big-ass game that everybody likes. Or I feel like every, most people know how to play. It's one of those things where you're like, hey, bro, you know how to play dominoes? Like, shit, do I know how to play dominoes? Do you know how to play dominoes? And then it's a very, very intense competition of wit. But, yeah, my grandpa would just lock up the game on me and then laugh when I realized it. Because it would take me a second, but he would just be sitting there with his arms crossed and a little grin on his face, watching me look at either side of the fucking domino tree, figuring out, oh shit, I can't put anything down. Then he'd say, yep, go ahead and start digging in the boneyard. And I'd pick up the whole fucking pile. But eventually I did go to beat him, so it, uh, it was all worth it, I guess. But I would like to play with him again. It's been a while. I honestly... I hate to speak this into existence in a way, but it seems like his mental state is kind of going away. Not too much. Not to the, not to where I'm like, oh, wow, we should get someone to live with him. But just certain certain instances where he, he, he just didn't respond in the way that I feel like good old Poppy would have responded. Or he just didn't... What was it? What was it? I feel like one time I we, we were just talking about something, and I can't remember what it specifically was, but we were standing in the kitchen talking about something, and then we walked into the front room, and I was about to leave, and I made a comment on the thing that we were just talking about, and he like completely act, or not acted, I guess. He, just, he had just completely forgotten what we were talking about, and he, he was like, what? He did what to what? And I said, like, what we were just saying. He's like, oh, oh, blah, 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 and it went on. Just small stuff like that, but... I don't know. I don't think it's anything too serious. I hope it's nothing too serious, but I have been seeing him more recently. And uh, then I came home and did my work. Nothing too bad, just uh, writing, but you know me, I'm trying to make writing my living so I can shit out, you know, 300, 500 words. It's not, not that bad. And um, other than that, this weekend has been pretty nice. I can't lie. Friday after work, Eileen and I, see, I almost did me and Eileen, but I said Eileen and I, I, I mentally corrected myself beforehand. That's progress, all right? That's progress. Um, Eileen and I went out to dinner. We went to Yama, which Aiden and I have been fantasizing forever, just talking about the fucking uh, katsu curry. Oh, my gosh. It was so fucking good. And and the thing is, before we went, I was trying to hype myself down, if that makes sense. Because I knew how, I was looking forward to it so much that in my head there was no way that that shit was ever going to amount to what I wanted it to be. But sure enough, we pulled up, I ordered that, Eileen got chicken teriyaki. They, they somehow, they finished my pork katsu, fried my fried pork curry just fast as fuck, brought it out in like eight minutes after we ordered it, and then took like another 15 to 20 to bring out her chicken teriyaki. 
chicken teriyaki. Like, am I tripping? You just fucking slap the chicken on there, sear it, flip it over, sear it, and then teriyaki. That's it. And then you put, like, lettuce and some fucking cabbage on the side of the plate. And I would have thought that that would come out at the same time, if not sooner, than curry. But I was proven wrong. And, you know, I tried my best to wait for her food to come out. But I had been waiting all day to eat. And it was already, like, 9 o'clock. And she had said a few times at that point that I could go ahead and eat. And so finally I relented and just dug in. And I got to say, man, it was just as good as I wanted it to be, if not better. So great. I can still think about it. And, man, I enjoyed all of it. There was nothing left on my plate when I was finished. It was so good. And then we left after that. And I pointed out the spot in the parking lot where I had a video of uh, two dudes jumping this guy, ripping his shirt up and shit, kind of like a little behind-the-scenes thing. Um, <laughs> after that, we went to Walmart to get some wine because I, in my limited wine experience, I found maybe two that I liked. It was one that my mom had called Roscato. It was the, the darker one, not the... Not like the bright pink one. And then one that Aiden had that was a white wine that was actually surprisingly fruity and not very dry. Really fucking surprised me. And I really need to ask him like what the name of it was to get a note so I can get it later. But um, we went to Walmart and I was trying to get Riscato. And I would looked it up before to see if they even sold it. but And they did. So I thought, okay, this one will have it. Walked in. They didn't fucking have it. <laughs> So I was doing research, like trying to look up wines similar to Riscato. What kind of wine is Riscato? But it was take we were taking a while, and I knew Eileen had to be home, so I ended up just grabbing two, checked them out, left. It was like twenty bucks. That's not bad. Ten bucks a bottle. That's not too horrible. Uh, got back, and it was just as I feared. Both of them fucking sucked. The first one was a pain in the ass to begin with because. I didn't think about this like I never I never even considered it because I haven't had a wine of this variety but this one had a cork as a top there was no lid that you screw off it was just the cork and I am not an owner of a corkscrew so I tried my best with a fucking knife uh, like a butcher not a butcher's knife that's way too big like a uh, steak knife it was unsuccessful. I made a big ass mess and ended up just shoving the cork into the bottle. So that's how it was. But even when I did get to finally drink it, ugh, not very good. It, when I think of wine and how I want wine to be, I want it to be sweet, man. I pretty much want it to be like alcoholic cranberry juice or like big boy grape juice. All right. that, that That's my ideal situation. And that's what Riscato provides for me. These, it's like someone, it's like, it's like they were making wine with the intention of whiskey flavors. I'm just not, was not a big fan. Tried the second one. The second one just tasted like, okay, this is the best way I could put it. Have you had high C, like high C fruit punch? You know how that's really good? Uh, but but the way I would describe it is like a muted fruit flavor. Like it, it, it's, it tastes like fruit. But it kind of tastes like outside of fruit. Does that make sense to you? 
This wine was kind of like the high sea of wines. It, it tasted like a muted fruit flavor, but it was not fucking good at all. It, high C is great. This was horrible. So uh, t- take it how you will. But both wines sucked, so that sucks. Um, but she found Roscato somewhere else and got me a bottle. So that's what's up. I'll have that soon, I'm sure. Then the next day, I was just chilling, going on about my business with no plans. Then... In the Discord, I was notified. Tampopo Cafe at 6, if y'all want to go. Hell yeah, I want to fucking go. So we pulled up to there. Got some food. I got more curry, actually. This time it was topped with chicken, but I was just... I was on a curry-eating frenzy, I guess. I wanted to compare this curry to the last curry and know if it was the same, better, or worse. And I'll be honest, it was worse, but it was still good. If that first curry... Man, if that first curry was a 10, which I, in my book it was, then this curry would have been like a 6 maybe. Not that great, but no, no, no I'll give it a 7, all right? Because I, I still cleaned the whole fucking plate. If there was no one else around or if it was socially acceptable to do so, I definitely would have licked that shit up. So it was good enough. Everybody else got, you know, sushi rolls, bento boxes. The bento boxes look pretty good. Michael got a katsudon, which was like pork and rice. Shit looked amazing. It honestly kind of made me regret my decision, but it's okay. I still finished my food. It was pretty good. Tried some of their sushi, too, and the one Kevin got was called like a lizard roll. Shit was very good. Then after that, I was fiending for some ice cream, and but the general consensus was uh, negatory. They were <laughs> They were not feeling it, which was upsetting to me, but they were down for the boba place across the street. Uh, I begrudgingly accepted, and we ran across the uh, we ran across Greenville Avenue to get to it. And it was pretty good, man. I can't lie. I got the I always get the blended shit, like the um, I guess kind of like a frappuccino blended with ice. I saw this um, saw this coffee one on the menu that looked really good, and then they also had sea salt cream, which I had gotten with shit before. So I got that blended and it was pretty damn good man I was surprised like it was so thick but the the straw was big enough so that it wasn't an issue but it was pretty close to ice cream so I was sort of satisfied in a way I didn't expect but that was really good and while everyone else like slurped their coffee right up I enjoyed mine for the rest of the night no complaints there but yeah that has been my week so far not that much going on really more uh stress than (laughs) Anything else, just thinking about the podcast, am I going to get it back, Uh, am I not? But like I said, either way, I got to keep telling myself, I got everything backed up. It's not going to be a big deal in the long run, and I'm still going to keep going. Um, Checking up on other things, I need to write more articles. I've got one sort of, you know, um, what's uh, what's the word? Not like a foundation. I'm trying to think of like... The, the outside, the framework. I've got one kind of framed out, like framing of a house. That's what I was picturing in my mind. Uh, I've got one kind of framed out about Shay Noir and how she's a fucking bomb-ass MC. And it also, she teased something about dropping this month. So I need to get that one out fucking ASAP. I just haven't found, I haven't been motivated. I haven't made myself get up and do it. And th- that's what's got to change, so gonna try to put my head into that more and also I thought today about writing one about you know five country singers that I fuck with because I was listening to a Keith Whitley song um 
It was actually the first one, the very first song that I sent Eileen ever, just just because she she like posted something about music. So I sent her um, "Don't Close Your Eyes" by Keith Whitley. Oh my gosh, amazing song. So so sad, and and like the the idea itself is just heart wrenching. It's it, the song is from the perspective of this dude loving a girl. And the whole time he's the whole song is just asking her, when you hold me tonight, don't close your eyes and think of him. Think about me. I know he left you. Leave him in the past. Go on. And just oh my gosh, that's that's such a great song. Just from the and even the instrumentation, dude. Because and this is what I want to write about. Like there's the I think it's like the second verse. It's it's after the first chorus for sure, but. It starts with him talking about her and her experiences, and there's a piano in the background. And then he says, But darling, someday. And this like very low guitar starts out, this and just starts to build up. And it's kind of representative of like his mood and him saying, But one day you'll you'll finally get over it and maybe you'll let me in. Just just the whole thing, it's amazing. And also Miami, Miami, that TikTok song that is really much, much more than that. Oh, he's so good, dude. He's, rest in peace to Keith Whitley. And then a, a Randy Travis song came on after that. Or, or maybe it was the day prior, but I was still thinking about it. And that kind of just cemented it in my head that, yeah, I have to, or, or at least I really want to write about this. So I'm going to try to come up with like five country singers who are, are kind of left of mainstream. Uh, like, uh, mainstream would be kind of like George Strait, Alan Jackson, probably. Stuff like that. But Randy Travis, maybe Merle Haggard, Keith Whitley. I'd say they're slightly left of mainstream. And not left like that's their political belief. Left like just off-center a little bit. Like, not, not the... Uh, not what everyone would think of, or, or or maybe not what an outsider would think of when they think of country, but that's something I'm, I'm wanting to do. And then speaking of writing, I finally wrote an email to the professor for communications today about joining the school newspaper. I had posted in my introduction for the class that she said to... Uh, tell if you're interested in participating or not and I said yeah I'd definitely be interested it just really depends on what the uh, what the time commitment would be because I do have work I do like to get home and be able to not have to do shit sometimes I do you know I have stuff going on so just depending on that I would definitely be interested and it'd take me a while I've been just just haven't gotten around to it but today I finally kicked myself in the ass and wrote the email so I'm hoping that I'm hoping that something pans out with that because I looked at the website today and the website looks fucking cool, like way more than I expected. It, it looks official and legit. I, I don't know. <laughs> that Those are the terms that come to mind. You know, when you click on a website, you're like, oh, someone fucking made this in an afternoon. It was, it was like some, some dude in the basement fucking whipped this up real quick. But no, this one looks pretty legit. And I read some of the pieces too, uh, the opinion pieces, because I don't... <laughs> It's probably the biggest struggle. I don't fucking, I don't really care about the community. I, I, I don't know. I'm not informed. I, someone passed it. Like th this event happened, boo, big whoop, whatever. So I didn't read any of those, but I read some of the opinion ones and I could definitely do something like that. So 
very interested in uh, pursuing that, seeing what pans out, what happens. Also, finally read, not um, not last night, but the night before, I finally started reading again, Tortilla Flat. Shit's still super funny, bro, and sarcastic. I just, it's it, just Steinbeck, the way he paints a picture. Like, he'll start a, a chapter setting up the the scene of, like, how, I guess how pointless life is there, or or just, uh, I'm not sure, he, he, he said something like, as the night died down, the the fishermen in, who believed the fish bit in the evening packed up their nets and went to go home as the fishermen who believed the fish bit in the morning took their post and got ready. <laughs> like Just shit like that, laying it out plain and flat. Uh, he didn't just say, like, they changed shifts or the different fishermen came about it, it, he, the, that they believed that this happens a certain way. I, I just, I feel like there's a certain sarcasm to that, but also looking up all the words that he uses, like um, being reticent to do something means you're unwilling to do that. That's the first one that comes to mind, but I really enjoy looking that shit up in the fucking Merriam-Webster app and seeing what's up, what it actually means. So that's been nice. And then as for the apartment, as I see Dave uh, dip his head into his food bowl in front of me, it's coming together, man. The only thing I have to do now is put up the rest of my posters. I finally moved my bookshelf where I wanted it to be. I hung up two of the set lists, the one from Pierce the Veil concert in Dallas and the one from the Benny the Butcher concert in uh, in Dallas. I got some of my posters kind of on the back wall, very decorative. I've got the MF Doom one hung up with my uh, jazz band award to the left of it. And then like a little, uh, I guess a vanity. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like a little display that I hung up and it's got multiple sections. I've got different statues in there. Got all my statues along the uh, kitchen bar counter. And then my little like, I guess you'd call it shrine I have. I, I had it in my old apartment too. It's just all the pictures I have of my dad and shit right there and then there's a picture of me and me with my grandpa but just all my like i guess my sean shit because his name was sean my name is sean it's all in that one section too and then in my room i finally did my pin board and hung that up it looks pretty cool man i'm I'm actually really happy with it because I'll, i get all these pins with uh all the conventions i go to and whatnot and I, I've, never, I've never had shit to do with them really i got a pin board in uh chicago when i was in college Someone was giving it out for free on the app, so I said, fuck it, yeah, I'll take it. I didn't really have many pins at the time, but I had a shit ton of space, so I set it down. I put, like, three pins in it, and then we needed to leave. I had to move back. Uh, Fucking Rogelio and Michael came up to pick me up, and there wasn't enough room in the car for the pin board, so we had to leave it at the dumpster, and alas, all my pins would end up in a box ever since then, but... Mom got me a pin board for Christmas, and I finally put it together, put all my shit in it. And I even, like, because I have an abundance of keychain items, too, like uh, little Kingdom Hearts things, king- Kingdom Keys even, just cool shit like that. I got a, I ordered, like, clear push pins off of Amazon and, and pinned all those up there, too, just to kind of fill up the board more. And it looks kind of legit, dude. Like, I can't even... I, I've never been or I've never considered myself at least like a super creative person as far as presenting stuff and how shit looks and making sure shit looks a certain way. But 
without very much effort. Like, I think that shit looks pretty dope. And so I hung it up. It's uh, hanging above my framed hard jewelry poster, which is bomb as fuck. It's like a skeleton. that It's a red skeleton face with, like, goat horns. And then coming out of its mouth with, you know, it's got yellow teeth and yellow hand, uh, yellow fingernails, red hands and shit. Coming out of its mouth is like a flaming pair of dice with a skull on it. And I actually have the pendant that, like, corresponds to that. It's the same one in the poster. It's just a little faded. I need to get it shined up or some shit, but it's pretty fucking cool. It's in a black frame, and it's got a black background, so it really just pops out at it. Or it pops out out of it. And then I've got my mirror next to it so I can look see what I look like when I get dressed. And then above that, I've got my whiteboard, which I wrote don't forget on it in big-ass letters because that's all I do is fucking forget shit. Got all my shit written on that I need to remember. And, uh, yeah, I guess that I'll, I'll finish my, <laughs> my fucking audio tour of my apartment for you. Uh, got Dave a cat tree the other day. He has not fucking touched it yet. I've tried to encourage him i've tried to see what i can do to get him to be interested in it no luck so far but i'll I'll hold out hope we'll see we'll see what happens (sighs) yeah that's it man i it feels pretty good to get more shit wrapped up around the apartment because i feel like the less cluttered it is around here or or maybe the the less things that i need to do the less things i need to check off my list just general maintenance the the more encouraged i am to do other shit like read or uh, you know, go above and beyond. It just it just gets clutter out of my mind. I feel like, as well as out of my apartment. So that's been pretty cool. And then, yeah, that's about it. I don't think I have shit else to talk about this week. So let's do some asshole judges other assholes. All right, let me go. I actually did not rookie mistake. I did not have bottle of water next to me when I started. So let me go get one of those. Be right back and then we'll get into it. All right? Calling me from Miami. Miami. What took you so long? I thought you'd never call. See, one thing I like about that song specifically is I feel like he does not force the rhymes at all like i th- i thought you'd never call like that's pretty open-ended until he gets to the um miami miami loved me after all and then it resolves right that's the that's the that's the end of the rhyme scheme i feel like and this might just be me generalizing but i feel like in a lot of modern country songs they just kind of force it and they have to have it end within that same bar. They have to have the rhyme resolve. And and maybe that's just like, that's more about songwriting than it is about the culture or whatever. But I just don't like that. With this and, you know, like Randy Travis's songs and shit like that, it really doesn't feel forced. It feels more genuine because of that. So maybe that's one of the things that I like about it. All right, let's go. Am I the asshole? I'm not going to go to filtered this time. I'm just going to go to top of the month on the actual Am I the Asshole. It, empty. Uh, no, let, let's not. Okay, I was on the wrong subreddit, but here we go. R slash Am I the Asshole. Let's go to top of 
the month. Man, by the way, Northern Lion, I found out that he posted a lot more of these videos because uh, this is where I got the idea for this. He he does this. It's called React Court. On his, that's the what he calls his series. But he reads all these, and I just love his opinion, bro. He's a cool ass dude. I like his voice. He's a uh, married. He he's a white guy married to a Korean lady with a kid that's like two years old. He used to be a teacher. Um, he lives in Canada, but he has experience about the U.S. and other places. He's just a very well-rounded individual, I feel like. So hearing his opinion on different take, or hearing his take on different um, situations and whatnot, it's really nice and enlightening. Uh, he's also a funny guy, so that helps too, of course. But All right, let's see what we got here. Uh... Am I the asshole for kicking out one of my bridesmaids for showing up in the wrong dress? Probably not. You're supposed to look pretty uniform with that, aren't you? Everybody's supposed to wear pink and white or fucking orange and blue, some shit. Am I the asshole for getting my daughter a hotel room entirely for herself after her stepsisters made her sleep on the floor? Probably not. All these are... Hmm. All of them say not the asshole. I guess I'll just find one that's uh, interesting. There are a few assholes mixed in, but I guess top posts, it makes sense because they want to, they, yeah, they're not the asshole. And then assholes probably get voted down because they are they fucking suck. Am I an asshole for leaving my babies inside by themselves? Refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal. All right, I'm interested. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal? When I, 17-year-old male, was eight, my parents bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons. I was super excited because I love music. Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. That's pretty fucking cool, dude. That, that, that sounds pretty dope. I would have liked to do that. Um, when I was 15, I started talking about quitting lessons, and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. I told them I wanted to try other things, and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left for other extracurriculars. Yeah, I definitely get that. My dad proposed a deal. If I kept playing and taking lessons until I reached level 10 RCM, Royal Conservatory of Music, I don't, I have no idea what that means and continued to keep my grades up at school, he'd buy me a new car of my choice. I jumped at it, and we shook hands on the deal. All right. Now, depending on where you're from, that is a, that is a good, as, good as bonded. That is a deal. Shook hands on it. That is fucking official. I should explain that my family's well off financially. I have a very privileged life, but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever want a luxury item like a new phone or game console, I have to buy it myself with money I've saved from summer and after-school jobs. I should also explain that my dad's big on loopholes. When we compete, he always finds a way to win, and when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. It drives me nuts, but he thinks it's hilarious. Whenever I complain about him not playing fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. That was a big one with my mom. Oh my gosh. That was a huge, that was like her staple fucking thing that she would say to me. That was her slogan. Life's not fair. And it, it took me until I was in high school or, or maybe after that, honestly, before I realized that's because, 
It's because her fucking, like, the dude that she thought she was going to be with, I mean, the, the guy who got her pregnant was fucking killed in a car accident two weeks before I was born. So, yeah, that's a pretty good thing. That's a pretty good life experience to just sear into your mind that life isn't fair. So I kind of get... <laughs> <laughs> when I had that realization, that's when it all just clicked of, oh, shit. That's why she's been telling me life isn't fair my whole life. Because she learned the fucking absolute hardest way. So, yeah, uh, I definitely relate to being told life isn't fair. But it, it, it went, uh, this, just as in this uh, scenario with this guy, it was most often in like lesser shit. Just like her, them doing something for my siblings that they didn't do for me or treating us differently. Well, life's not fair. So, I get that. So, because of our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about one to two hours a day on piano while keeping my grades up. Last summer, I took my level nine RCM exams and passed. Okay, so it's like a standardized piano test, I guess. That's kind of cool. Fulfilling my part of the deal. I told my dad I'd chosen the BMW X5 plug-in hybrid SUV. All right, that's I see I don't I'm not a car guy, but you put SUV at the end, so I'm kind of surprised. I would have imagined if you get the choice of any car, definitely going with like a, you know, a nicer sports car, some something a little flashy, but maybe maybe that's a badass SUV, I don't know. A couple of months ago on my birthday, I came downstairs for breakfast. My dad told me there's a surprise waiting for me in the garage. I ran out, and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 124th scale toy BMW X5. You dirty dick bitch. Oh my gosh. My dad burst out laughing and said, a deal's a deal. So as promised, here is your brand new BMW. What a fucking asshole. Oh my gosh. That's horrible, bro. Look, it's it's one thing if it's something small or maybe if it was like a small commitment, all right? Like if he's if if you were trying to get him to mow the lawn or some shit and he said, "If I mow the lawn, will you buy me a car?" and then then the dad could go with a with a big shit-eating grin, go yeah, I'll, I'll buy you a car. Sure. I'll de yeah, definitely. Shake his hand and then do some shit like this. That's fitting, I'd say. I, I wouldn't bat an eye at that. I'd probably be on the dad's side at that, laughing. But, but for what I'm assuming was multiple months of practicing, keeping up grades, having to make sacrifices, uh, for what I'm, I'm just guessing, having to make s social sacrifices as far as shit you wanted to do, hanging out with people, whatnot, to, uh, to, to pass this fucking, what, what does GCM stand for again? Fucking grand, uh, I'm sorry, RCM, Royal Conservatory of Music Test, having to pass that shit, and then finally, after all that, just to get basically like pissed in your face, by your dad. That's horrible, bro. I Continuing on. My heart absolutely broke. I asked if he was being serious, and he said I couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17-year-old a real brand new BMW and that we could discuss getting me a reasonably priced used car. I said we had a deal, and I fulfilled my end of it. 
He said he did too, since I never said the car had to be full size and drivable. I said he wasn't being fair. His response, life isn't fair. Ooh, he got you with that one. Yep. That's that's a lesson you got to learn if that's one of your parents' go-to phrases, man. I learned that early. I got to I got to like rephrase life isn't fair. I got I got to just like tiptoe around it so I don't get slapped in the face with that like you just did. I mean, a brand new car? I don't know. Like he said his family's well off, so I mean, everybody has a different kind of feel of what they can get from their family. Like like if like some people they know that they can ask their parents for like a TV or brand new game console for Christmas and they're going to get that and they don't feel like they're stretching the the uh the limit so to speak but you know other people that they know that they can only get this much they can only get like a toaster or or maybe a a blanket or a coat they really want and they know that they can only really get that much without stretching the limit everybody's got a different area of leeway when it comes to parents and spending and gifts and shit so if this if this kid has always lived this kind of life and that's something that he could kind of reasonably expect for that kind of commitment then i can't really hate on him now if this was me and my if i put myself in my own personal life in that situation my parents would laugh in my fucking face (laughs) A brand new fucking car. We don't even have brand new cars. Why the fuck would we do that for you? So I guess it really just depends on where you at, where you're at in your life and your circumstances. But the fact that the dad's willing to get him like a reasonably priced used car, I don't think that's too bad. I think that's a little bit better than what I w- what I uh, had read into it in, in my mind. But the uh, the last paragraph says, ever since this happened. I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He definitely did. He definitely did do that. (laughs) He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him I'm not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. Okay, he's got some self-awareness. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used car myself, and I just feel like if I accept one from him now, it's like saying that breaking his promise didn't matter and that he didn't do anything wrong. Am I the asshole? Breaking his promise didn't matter and didn't do anything wrong. Well, I don't know, man. I got to say, trying to uphold your parents to like, (laughs) trying to make sure that your parents aren't just like getting away with everything they do and that they, I don't know, it sounds like he wants him to feel like bad for what he did. If you're holding on to that, (laughs) trying to enforce like moral standards on your parents, good fucking luck, dude. You, You might as well save your breath. Like, they do not fucking care. Uh, Parents make you do shit, and then when you ask why you have to do shit, they'll say, why do you think I had you so that I don't have to fucking do this shit anymore? So the fact that you're wanting them to, like, feel bad that he didn't buy you a brand new car, good fucking luck, man. Uh, I'm glad at least you can admit that you're being petty, because definitely are. I mean, the fact that he's, he's offered a used car multiple times, I think that's what he was intending. So maybe he should have just said that came out and said that instead of trying to be funny and having a fucking joke. I think that does make him a little bit of an asshole, but I don't know, man. I think I think this dude kind of sucks too for not just for not accepting the used car. Cuz I I mean, I don't know. Let's let's see what the comments say. 
Hmm, not the asshole. Someday when he wants to come home for the holidays, send a framed photo so, so he can sit at the table. There, you are home. He didn't tell him you'd be there in person. Life's not fair, Dad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I gotta upvote that. Hmm. Let's see, let's see. Does anyone say you're the asshole? Not the asshole. Your dad has set a shit example for you. Life isn't fair, but you should be able to trust those closest to you. If I'm you, I'm getting out of my, I'm getting out on my own ASAP, cutting off all financial independence from them. Someone commented below that, and, and I know it was a good comment because there's a someone paid to give them a shooting star to, to send across it. They said, as a parent, I feel that while life isn't fair, I, as a person, am. Life will be unfair to them all on its own. My children don't need me to do it too. My job is to teach them how to handle it when life kicks them. It's not my job to kick them first. This guy is such a jerk, a mean jerk, not the asshole. That's funny. That's pretty fair. I want to see. Can we find someone who says they're the asshole? Not the asshole. Key phrase here is car of my choice. The toy version of the car is not what you chose. Your father is sneaky and manipulative. Yep. Not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to take the dad's side. i got to be honest. Info, have you always known your dad is rumpled stilt skin, or <laughs> was it this instance that clued you in? That's funny. Not the asshole. Mm. All right. One more, because no one thinks that guy's the asshole, as they shouldn't. But, you know, I, I want to read conflicting points of view, conflicting opinions. That's kind of the whole point. Am I the asshole for pre pretending to not recognize, for pretending not to recognize my parents when they tried to reconnect? Ouch, that sounds heavy. Am I the asshole for moving out when my parents asked me to pay rent? No, my, uh... Well, they, did, they they never actually made me pay rent, but mom, like, introduced the idea that if I stayed much longer, I would have to pay rent. So, uh, that was definitely kind of influenced me to help to want to wanna move out, but I'm not mad about it. Am I the asshole for forcing my son to use a bidet and threatening to talk to his friends or take him to the doctor about his underwear? All right, well, <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta know, man. I gotta know. All right, here we go. Am I the asshole for forcing my son to use a bidet and threatening him to and threatening to talk to his friends or take him to the doctor about his underwear? For some reason, my 14-year-old son cannot wipe properly. This was never a concern to me as his mom did the laundry. Unfortunately, she is sick right now, so I have taken over the household chores that she used to handle. My st my son is still responsible for his, and I do mine as well as hers. First day I did the laundry, I gagged and almost puked from his underwear. If he were three and not fully potty trained, I might understand how they end up like this, but he is a healthy young man. He should not be leaving his ass this unwiped. That's a funny way to put it. This un not not just his ass unwiped. This unwiped. This level of ass unwipedness. It's unacceptable. 
Uh, I talked to him about it, and he said he would make an effort to do a better job. <laughs> what kind of conversation do you think that is between a dad and a son? Hey. Hey, son. We need to talk about something. Yeah, dad? Well, you need to do a better job wiping your ass. All right, dad. I'll make an effort to do so. <laughs> I could just imagine someone's face just flushing. Man, I can't. I would not want to talk to my dad about that. There was, there's just one time I can remember. I was like eight, and uh, my dad came in and, and told me that we had been using the same towel to dry off for like a week or something. And thinking back now, that's fucking gross and disgusting. And if I was like a teenager or this age and I found that out, I would, I'd maybe dry heave. Like, that's gross. His dingling drippage got wiped off onto something, and then I wiped myself with it, too. That's gross as fuck. But as an eight-year-old, I was like, okay. <laughs> and he was, like, pissed off walking around the house fucking, not not stomping, but, you know, his mood was stomping and shit, just being angry. I did not affect me at all, but... 14 years old, is that what he said? 14 years old, yeah. I could <laughs> definitely think he'd be embarrassed. All right, he said he'd make an effort to do a better job. Nope, no change in the situation. So I went to the hardware store and installed a wand bidet in the bathroom he uses. We already have one in ours. Okay, all right. I was going to say that is kind of extreme to put one in his, but now that I see that you already have one in yours, it's kind of just like evening up the house. So that's not too that's not too bad. I told him he has a choice of either using the bidet or washing his own underwear. He doesn't know how to use the washing machine and he refuses to do them by hand. You're 14 and you can't use the fucking washing machine? Would you like to know why I started doing my own laundry at like the age of 8 or 10? It's because at a office party at, at my mom's job, I wasn't, I was, I guess I wasn't invited, but I was brought along and one of the guys was a real jokester, real funny guy. You can kind of tell by looking at him. He wore a hat. All right. This dude had character and he asked me, he, he, he was really goading me on trying to get me to probably get in, get me in trouble. But he asked me along the lines of, um, you know, if your mom does this, this, and this, well, why do you keep her around? Or he might have said, "Why don't you just kill her?" Something like that. But it was basically like, "Why don't you? Keep, why do you keep her around?" And me, always the the uh, the funny guy, got to have a good response to questions. This has always been me. I I said to him, "Well, who else would do my laundry? How would I get clean clothes?" And that day, or the next day. We went home, mom showed me how to use that fucking washing machine, and let me tell you, it was not rocket science, so a 14-year-old, I, I guarantee you he could fucking figure it out, and I bet he doesn't want to wash that shit by his hand either, that, yeah, that, ugh. He started going commando, oh goodness, which just meant the problem was his jeans now, Wow. So I said that we might need to take him to the doctor to see what is wrong with him. If it's physical or psychological. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> take it, uh, Threatening with a doctor visit. Like, imagine, have, <laughs> imagine as a 14-year-old having to go to the doctor. I, I'm, a, I'm assuming his dad would just like make him go in the room by himself. 
or go in with him and make him talk. The doctor asks you, what's wrong, son? Why, why have you come to see me today? Your dad just like nudges you in the shoulder. Go on, tell him. Arms crossed. You got to sit there and say, <laughs> I can't wipe my ass. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine someone keeping a straight face. Well, uh, all, all right then. I guess we'll uh, we'll just do a quick check under here. Like, what do you check for that? What is there something physical that maybe your ass just doesn't tighten up so shit leaks? I don't. I couldn't think of anything. Uh, I also said the next time his friends were over, I was gonna ask them if they left their underwear in the same condition. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's greatness. That shit you can only do as a parent. Ugh. I would never actually embarrass him like that. Said it, he said that last line in all caps. He said I was being an asshole and he called his mom to tell her what I was doing. Hold on. Let's take a step. Take, take a moment. This 14-year-old who can't use the washing machine can call you an asshole? <laughs> like, even beyond just... Because I was never allowed... I'm still... Well, I were trying to refrain from cussing that much, but I was never allowed to cuss in front of my parents. But if my kid was already not allowed to cuss, right? But then in this situation, he called me an asshole, not being able to use the washing machine. I'd have to make fun of his fucking... Int- like, really? You're going to call me an asshole and you can't even fucking wash your own clothes? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> your asshole's the fucking problem, all right? Get better acquainted with your asshole instead of labeling me one. The fuck? <laughs> um, told his mom to tell her what I was doing. She said that he was just like that, and I could deal with it until she was better. What a loving lady. Just more than willing to wipe up shit out of stinky, dirty fucking underwear to, to, to make her son happy. Um, continuing on, I don't think that's a great plan. If this kid never learns to wipe his ass... He will be bereft of a sexual partner without a poop fetish. I'm not kink shaming him if that's thi- that's his thing. All right, now I'm starting to think this is fake. I, it's one thing to be comical and, and kind of satirical in the writing, but to, to to say this about your own kid, I don't know about that. This is starts to sound fake now, but nonetheless, it was entertaining. Final paragraph. He started using the bidet, but he says that it's gross and weird. So is fucking shitting your pants. <laughs> I said it was grosser and weirder for a 14-year-old to crap his pants every day. Yep, there you go. Uh, that one played out, set up, and fucking uh, shot down. We are both stressed about his mom, but this situation isn't because of her. I asked her. The general consensus seems to be not the asshole, and I gotta agree, though... Uh, talking about your son's sexual, f- the thing w- bereft of a girl with a poop fetish, that was kind of funny. But then saying, I'm not kink shaming if that's his thing, that kind of makes me a little suspicious of this. It's a little fishy, but let's see what people said. Not the asshole. 14 is a little late in life to be learning how to clean your butt after using the toilet. Your wife is doing him no favors by allowing him by allowing and coddling this behavior. Yeah, someone responded to that, and they got the little star and 22 more fucking awards that people paid to... Oh, wow, it's a lot. Uh, that people paid to give them, so let's see what's up. Uh, 
Straight up, this is a biohazard, and it is unacceptable. Biohazard? Okay. I'd frame it that way, to both your wife and your son. Like, literally, there can be health complications from this. You're at a higher risk for UTIs, and you can spread bacteria. Even after she gets better, I would continue to do laundry to make sure she's not just letting it go. I would have whatever conversation you need to have to let her know that this is a hill to die on for you and that you are concerned as a parent and you and your son need her support on this to do what's best for him. Also, by the way, studies have shown the washing machine does not wash away all fecal matter. So gross. I'd be having a serious conversation with my wife about why this has been allowed to continue and what makes her think this is okay that his underwear consistently (laughs) looks like this. Is literally your job as a parent to teach your children how to properly care for themselves and basic hygiene. You can talk about friends and girls or boys. You can talk about how friends and girls or boys will be grossed out, sure. But I think we're beyond that. At this point, he's contaminating your damn furniture and putting his own health at risk. Tell your son straight. This is not like cleaning your room or taking out the trash. This is not a chore. This is a non-negotiable must-do for your health. All right, I'm not reading the rest of that, but all this over... Wiping your asshole. That's pretty wild. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. I'm not going to pass judgment here. Sorry. I'm not going to pass judgment here, but I do want to know. I do want you to know that you should maybe get it checked out at the doctor. One of my cousins was having the same problem. They were around 10 at the time. And my aunt and uncle were at their wits end with it. Turns out he had some kind of a bowel obstruction. And it wasn't that he wasn't wiping thoroughly. It was that the poop was always just there trying to get out. See, that's what I that's what I hypothesized. <laughs> Once the problem was sorted out, he never had issues with it again. Also, your son is old enough to do his own laundry. You're not doing him any favors by not teaching him how. Yeah. Uh, OP, that means the original poster, responded and said, Thank you, we've already had an appointment coming up where I've already mentioned it to the doctor. I will add the in- information you just gave me just in case. That's cool. All right, let's see. He didn't pass judgment at all. That's interesting. Info, what kind of crazy-ass washing machine do you have that a 14-year-old can't learn to use it? Um, FYI, I was asking about the crazy-ass washing machine, not the crazy-ass washing machine. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Not the asshole. Isn't he bothered by the smell of shit? Aren't his friends bothered that every time he joins the group, there's now a smell of shit as if someone had stepped in dog poop? Uh, OP responded, it's not full turds over anything, just a gross racing stripe. Still, I think we've all met that one kid that smells bad. Uh, I remember a kid that smelled like piss. I I was told that he just did not shower. And uh, his mom was like active in school and whatnot. So I'm assuming she was just okay with that. Seems like the same situation this mother, uh, or the same way this mom's acting. Everyone sucks here, I guess. All right, there's a different take. 14 is old to be having this issue, and your wife shrugging it away is doing him no favors. Her not dealing with this is crappy. All right, sir. All right. I'm wondering if he's latched on to the particularly dumb strand of the manosphere that insists that touching your own butt is gay and disgusting. They have a freakout over things like washing their butts in the shower. Okay, that's news to me. He's old enough to be stumbling across idiocy like that online. Might be worth asking him if that's what's going on. Talk to your wife. If this is a new thing, that is, if he used to wipe and then at some point stopped, you're likely dealing with something like that. 
You make it clear that you've gone after him about how this is gross and needs to be fixed, but it sounds like you haven't done anything to figure out why he's not getting himself clean. You're not going to fix the problem until you know why it's happening. Your threat to make him a laughing stock was a shitty thing to do. All right, man. Let's come up with some different fucking adjectives. We get it. Crappy, shitty, um, poopy. We don't need that. That's uh, that's low-hanging fruit. It wasn't helpful, and all you did was... All you did with that was made an issue of greater anxiety, upset, and conflict. Try not to throw gasoline on a fire. Also, how did you not know this was going on? That's some A-plus parenting right there. OP responded and just asked, What is this about it being gay to touch your own butt? Then that person that... responded and said as I said it's particularly dumb line of thinking some in the manosphere you too it's unfortunately a real thing and your son is at an impressionable age where he might have picked up something like that then OP said someone else brought this up and clarified it it will be part of our talk tonight well shit (laughs) oh fuck I didn't well damn (laughs) I I didn't think he would uh, take that that seriously but alright I guess he's gonna ask his son if he thinks it's gay for him to wipe his own ass which I guess Seems to be a conversation that, that needs to be had, but I don't really think that's, I don't think that dude's the asshole. It's definitely a, um, fighting every urge in me to say a shitty situation. It's definitely a, um, fuck, give me another word, brain, please. It's definitely an unfortunate, a rather unfortunate situation that he finds himself in, but, uh, I, I think he's handled it maybe about the same way I would. But but I'm also an asshole, so I don't know if that's really fair judgment. But no, I don't think this dude's an asshole. So that's it. That was uh, episode 99. I don't know if it's going to be labeled episode 99, but it's episode fucking 99. And I don't know if I'm going to go with Weekend Review in, in, in the future or what I'm going to do. But this shit's going to be posted. It's going to be available. So hope you have a great week. Take it easy. Later.